Welcome to the Westeros Media Podcast, Lessons from the Ashes. We are here to tell the Phoenix Rising stories, coming up from the ashes to build businesses, to build personal brands, to parent, coming out all of it. The stories of those who came from nothing and did great things. We all have a Phoenix Rising story and I can't wait to hear yours. Join me every week for new podcast episodes. And of course, make sure you follow the show so that you never miss an episode. See you soon. Welcome back to Lessons from the Ashes, a Westeros Media Podcast. I'm very excited. We have a solo episode today, just you and me talking about some really important things like what actually motivates us to make changes in our lives and what have we been doing completely wrong to try and get ourselves to accomplish the things that we know we want to do. We're going to dive in and I am very, very excited about this episode. Before we get started, I have a favor to ask you. I know that you're listening to the show. I'm seeing, I'm seeing the stats rack up. I want you to follow and rate the show and share it with a friend. Please take the couple seconds to share this episode with a friend, to post it on social media and tag me. It means the world to me and we can keep going with all this amazing, free, beautiful content. It helps me so, so much. I know that you're listening and I know you're listening on so many different apps, which I think is super cool. So if the app you are listening on has the option to leave a review, please do. And if it has the option to leave a rating, please do. And every single one of them has the option to follow and every single one of you has the ability to share it. So please, if you value the podcast, do that as a favor for me. Let's get into it. All right. So I want to talk about motivation today and not in the rah-rah motivation as in, you know, someone screaming at you with a bullhorn. I want to talk about the inside motivation, the things that actually motivate you to do the things you actually want to do. So we're going to play a little game, (laughs) do a little exercise if you will. So if you are sitting down in an actual physical space, I need you to collect a couple things. If you're not, you're just going to use your fingers. Okay. So I want you, if you're in a physical space, to collect 10 things, okay? So 10 rocks, 10 nail polishes, 10 blueberries, whatever you got. And I want you in your head to think, okay, what matters the most to me? We're going to make three little categories. So work, family, and like leisure, playtime. And I want to take your blueberries or your nail polishes, or your rocks, and I want you to put them in the little categories. So the category that means the most to you, I want you to put the most blueberries in that one. And then the category that means the second most to you, put the medium amount. And then the category that means the least to you, put the least amount in that, okay? So if we just have the three categories of work, family, and leisure time, that's not super exact is it because there's a lot of other things we do so now that you've allocated all your blueberries i want you to make one more category and this category is going to be kind of your garbage dump 
area. So this is maybe like scrolling on social media, doom scrolling, maybe it's gossiping, maybe it's watching a show you don't like, maybe it's eating the wrong thing when you feel like you don't want to. It's like kind of the habits, the things that you spend time on that you maybe don't actually want to be spending time on. So there's nothing in that category yet. Just take a look at it, take a deep breath, and then super honestly look at the categories and put them, the amounts of blueberries or nail polishes or rocks into each category that you actually spend. Let's pretend each one of these blueberries is an hour in your day. These are your like awake hours, right? So maybe the other times you are either sleeping or like doing basic things like feeding yourself or driving to work, whatever. So we're roughly the 10 hours in the day that you get to choose where you put your blueberries and your blueberries obviously are your time. And now I want you to rearrange your blueberries. How many do you actually put in the work category? How many of these hours do you actually put in the family category? How many of these hours do you actually put in the kind of the garbage dump thing? The things you shouldn't really maybe be wasting time on. And if you're having trouble being honest with yourself, look at the screen time app on your phone and check how much time do you actually spend maybe doing the things you don't want to actually calculate it out. If you watch three episodes of a show per night, how long is the episode? How many hours is that? Lots of times we're not very honest with ourselves about where we're actually spending our time. I did this exercise the other day and it really made me realize that I actually have now allocated times that I put my phone away, it's absolutely gone, and I'm spending it with my kids. Or I also have days where I'm like a little more lax on that and I'm like, you know, the kids are talking to me but I'm trying to like write out a post or do this or do that. It turns out that those are the days I feel most frazzled and I feel like I'm failing. Which of course is intrinsically not true that I'm a failure, but one's mind really likes to bring in these little tidbits to make us feel bad, right? So I don't know if your mind is anything like mine, but mine has days where it says, you're a failure, you suck, you can't do anything, look at all the things you didn't do, look at all the goals you didn't hit. But the days where I actually make sure that all my blueberries, aka all of my time, is actually allocated towards the things that I value the most. So if you think about the things you value, like the first time we did this exercise, none of the time was put into that little garbage dump area, right? Probably the most of it was put into family or relationships. But when you actually look about how you allocate your time, how much of that time is actually in there? Do the things you say you value actually match up with what you do? And I'm not saying that you need to spend 10 hours a day with your family. That can be very, very difficult. I was a stay-at-home mom for a short season in my life and realized that it was incredibly, incredibly not my style. I need, I need my work. I need my passions. I need to have motivations and things that I care about outside of my home and family to be able to come to those times when I'm with my family and give them my best. This is not a guilt trip exercise in saying, hey, look at how many hours you're putting into that little garbage dump and how few you're actually spending with your family. This is not what this is about. What I want you to think about is if you know what you say you value, 
and you also know what you actually do day to day, where's the gap in between? How big is that gap? Is the gap really small? Like actually, I didn't have to move that many blueberries. I pretty much put my time where I say I have my value. Or is there a huge gap? If you're feeling there's a huge gap, there's a good chance that you are trying to motivate yourself in ways that don't actually motivate you. So let's talk about that. Motivation. When I hear motivation, most of the time I think of like those Instagram reels where people are like, go all in, go hard. If you're not 110%, you're zero. And then like you feel both excited and terrible at the same time. That to me is not real motivation. To me, motivation is closing that gap, the gap between what you say you value and what you actually spend your time doing. That's true motivation. And the only way you're going to actually close that gap and get the things you want is by incremental steps. You know, I talk about this endlessly about incremental steps towards what you actually want, but how do you actually do that? I had a really amazing conversation today with a new therapist that I'm working with who is really amazing. I'm going to definitely try and get her on the show. But we were talking about how most people think that confidence is your route to success and that the only way to become more confident is to boost up your ego and do all these things. And then from there, you'll be able to come become more successful. And she said, what if we flip that on its head? And what if we talk about success being the things that leads to confidence and I was kind of like, okay, cool. But like, how do you get that success? Like cool story, but, (laughs) and so we were talking about setting goals that you can actually reach that, you know, you're going to be able to reach. Like, how are you going to actually get those check marks on the list? How are you actually going to succeed at the things and starting with things small enough and then building and building and building. And in that way, gaining your confidence and from there becoming more successful. So of course we talked about it very specifically with my life and things that I'm working towards because there has been seasons of my life recently where I felt very cut down in confidence. I felt like I had none of the confidence that I said I had or that I used to have. And I felt very like a little lost at sea with that. And what we were talking about was setting attainable things that I know I can complete and that I know that I can attain because that way I'm going to start actually building this confidence through the tiny successes and they don't have to be big. So when we're actually choosing motivation, success, confidence, they all interlock very, very deeply. There's a little kitty cat who wants to join us. When we're talking about motivation, confidence and success. To me, they are like three strands of a braid. You need to have confidence to get success. You need to be successful to boost up your confidence. And the only way to motivate yourself is by having those small steps of success. So how does this actually look in our lives? If we want to actually make this happen, I'm going to challenge you that maybe you already know exactly what is the one small thing that you could do to give yourself some more success. What is the one little tiny thing in your life that you're like, Oh my God, when I do this thing, I feel like I got my shit fucking together. Like my shit it's tight. 
So what is that one thing in your life that you were like, damn, you are trying to motivate yourself in ways that don't actually motivate you. So let's talk about that. Motivation. When I hear motivation, most of the time I think of like those Instagram reels where people are like, go all in, go hard. If you're not 110%, you're zero. And then like you feel both excited and terrible at the same time. That to me is not real motivation. To me, motivation is closing that gap, the gap between what you say you value and what you actually spend your time doing. That's true motivation. And the only way you're going to actually close that gap and get the things you want is by incremental steps. You know, I talk about this endlessly about incremental steps towards what you actually want, but how do you actually do that? I had a really amazing conversation today with a new therapist that I'm working with who is really amazing. I'm going to definitely try and get her on the show. But we were talking about how most people think that confidence is your route to success and that the only way to become more confident is to boost up your ego and do all these things. And then from there, you'll be able to come become more successful. And she said, what if we flip that on its head? And what if we talk about success being the things that leads to confidence? And I was kind of like, okay, cool. But like, how do you get that success? Like cool story, but, (laughs) and so we were talking about setting goals that you can actually reach that, you know, you're going to be able to reach. Like, how are you going to actually get those check marks on the list? How are you actually going to succeed at the things and starting with things small enough and then building and building and building. And in that way, gaining your confidence and from there becoming more successful. So of course we talked about it very specifically with my life and things that I'm working towards because there has been seasons of my life recently where I felt very cut down in confidence. I felt like I had none of the confidence that I said I had or that I used to have. And I felt very like a little lost at sea with that. And what we were talking about was setting attainable things that I know I can complete and that I know that I can attain because that way I'm going to start actually building this confidence through the tiny successes and they don't have to be big. So when we're actually choosing motivation, success, confidence, they all interlock very, very deeply. There's a little kitty cat who wants to join us. And I'm going to keep talking about it because it's literally the game changing thing. And it's also fucking free. This is a thing. (laughs) You're not going to hear people telling you to do this. Well, you do. If you listen to like James Clear and all those other people, because they can't sell you something attached to this, right? I can give you challenges. I can give you this. I can give you that. All these tools that I try to offer you this feeling through something I've created, but in all reality, you can do this for your damn self. The absolute best. You can do this for your damn self better than anyone can ever walk you through it. Because what you need to do is pinpoint the exact thing that makes you feel like you're successful and go after that a small thing, start with that and then move up. And then once you get going on that small thing, then you can be like, Hey, you know what? Now I got the confidence to hire that person. Now I got the confidence to show my face on social media. Now I got the confidence to launch that thing that I'm like, there's no fucking way anyone's going to buy this. That's when you get that. And I've been playing with this 
Next week, I'm going to be launching something that is so incredibly out of my comfort zone, so incredibly big and different than anything I've ever offered and very different than what's being offered anywhere. And to be honest, I've been doing these little daily things just to make sure I have the confidence to be able to do this because I know damn well that I'm at my absolute best when I'm working outside of my comfort zone. But when you're in survival mode or you're scared or things aren't working the way you planned, it is so incredibly difficult to get yourself to that place without some sort of confirmation that you're actually going to make it and that you're actually okay. And that's what these little tiny incremental things give you. They give you that boost. They give you that confidence. They give you that sensation that you are closing the gap between what you say you value and what you actually spend your time, money, and effort doing. For me, time is a little bit different than my energy, right? I can spend a short amount of time if I have all of my energy and all of my input focused on it and get way more done than the average person. But I also then need a lot of time to just rest and recharge and I don't consider that a waste of time because I know if I am well rested and I am confident then I can show up and do in one hour what takes most people five, that's my fucking superpower. But if I can't give myself the time to rest, if I can't consistently every day show myself, hey, you know what? This is the thing that I'm going to do to prove to myself that I'm fucking successful. If I can't do those things, then none of the big goals are even on the table. Because you cannot, you cannot see the opportunities. You can't see the beauty. You can't be grateful when you're just stuck in survival mode thinking none of this shit's working. And trust me, I've been there. But this is what this whole podcast is about. From the ashes to the rising. We're not staying in the ashes. We're moving up. We're rising. And God, it's such a good fucking vibe. So tell me, like, what are those things? I want you to share this. I want you to tell me, slide into my DMs, tell me the things that make you feel successful, that make you feel like a boss, that make you feel like you're doing it. I work with people all the time doing this. I work with them in challenges. So I have like my consistency challenge that pulls people through this. Um, Last week I did the entice content creation workshop and that workshop is so incredibly moving and transformational because people have to actually do it. And I love doing this workshop because it's in person and you have to actually be in front of the camera. You have to actually say what you do to other people live in person, which is incredibly terrifying for most people. But I don't start them off in the day by being like, Hey, now you're going to stand up in front of the whole group and you're going to into a camera, say what you do and then post it on Instagram. There's no fucking way we start there. We start with the small things to work them up, to give them the confidence, right? So I start with, Hey, we're going to take photos of as a group. I'm going to teach you how to post so you can see me being silly and vulnerable and you can feel relaxed. And then we work up to it. We do a couple pictures and then honestly, sometimes there's tears. This last one, there was a lot of tears because the only way to go on and continue and to try new things is to face the fears. And a lot of people have a fear of showing up, of being seen. And this is what holds them back when they're marketing their business. It's this big, huge fear of being seen. 
And a lot of people mask it very well. So you may look confident on camera, you may look confident in your stories, but if inside, every time you do it, you are riddled with fear and it feels super uncomfortable, then that is going to leak out. So that is why I start with, hey, we're going to do this together. And then we're going to build on that. And then you're going to take your own photos. And then I'm going to show you how to take their photos so you can see what actually looks good. What, you know, learn these skills without pulling yourself apart. And then we work up to, okay, tell me about your ideal climate client. Tell me about the things that you do. Like, Pretend it's just you and me and like, tell me what you're passionate about. And then we work up to putting it on camera. But this entire process takes a full day. We could do it over an entire weekend. It's such deep work. But this is the thing is you have to have those small wins because they can look back. I can show them the back of my camera and say, look at how freaking gorgeous and amazing you look and how free and relaxed you look. And they're like, damn, okay, I can do it. And then they see others in the group doing it. And then they feel more confident. This building and building and building upon this success, like little successes that build up to the big ones. That's the shit that actually changes lives. And that's why I offer things that are long-term, right? I'm just opened up Brown Foundations, which is really just the foundation of all this shit. Every single month you learn a new thing, you stack these skills and you gain that confidence. And once you successfully completed one thing, then you're like, damn, okay, now I can do the next thing. Now I can do the next thing. And in six months, one year time, you look back and you go, holy shit, look at my growth. Look at this growth. Look where I came from and look where I am now. And that is the entire, entire thing of motivating yourself and finding the things that you actually care about and working towards them. It's not having one big dot on the map far, far away and only staring at that. You're never going to get there. You're going to fall in a lake. You're going to take the wrong road. You have to look at what's in front of you towards that goal. And the thing is, it's hard, but it's also the easiest, right? It's the tiniest things that make the difference and they lead up to the big things. You know how people are always like, looking back, it's the tiny moments that matter, not the big ones. And like, it's such a cheesy thing. I mean, it is actually true and not just like with kids growing up or time passing with the way you treat yourself, right? The little things that you do. Am I going to treat myself with respect today? Am I going to do things that can move me forward in my career today? Am I going to actually take these steps and prove to myself that I can do this and that I am worthy and that I am successful? It's those little tiny things. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I want to hear what are the small things for you. I want to see them. I want to see you talking about them. Tag me, share this episode. I hope you found it really helpful. And keep your eyes peeled because I am going to be dropping a bonus episode next week before the launch of this amazing secret new thing that is going to be only for those who are truly ready to change their lives. If you're like, hmm, I know change is coming, but I'm not quite ready. Sit this one out. This one is only for the people who are really, truly ready to fully change their lives. I can't wait, and I'll see you soon. Bye.
Hey, I'm Stephanie Rose, and I am the host of the West Rose Media Podcast, Lessons from the Ashes. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and on threads and on TikTok and all the places. My handle is at West Rose Media. Check out my website too. There are so many resources for people just like you, people who are climbing out of the ashes, ready to make a new life. I got you, babe. Make sure you follow along. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. That way you never miss an episode and I can keep doing the magic. I can't wait to keep going. Let's get into it.